Welcome to the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, your host, and thanks for joining me today as I seek to inspire, encourage, and accompany you on the journey towards holiness by sharing food for the head, heart, hands, and feet, so we may grow closer to God, become more like Jesus, and through friendship, discover the life God created us for, lives of purpose, peace, and abundance, rooted in the hope that with God's grace and mercy, we can become the living, breathing, wonder-working saints that the world so desperately needs. Hey everyone, Christina Simmons here, and I just want to let you know about an upcoming event that I'm really excited about, and it's called the Eucharistic Summit, Sowing Hope into Broken Hearts. It's going to be happening December 6th, 7th, and 8th, and it is a virtual event that's being sponsored by Patchwork Heart Ministry and Fiat Ministry Network. One of the biggest reasons why I'm excited is because I'm one of the speakers that is going to be a part of this event, as well as a lot of well-known speakers that you will be able to check out if you go to register for this event. So check out the link in the show notes. And it's all free. Again, did I say that? It is free. So this is going to be a beautiful way for you to be able to really enter into the Advent season, because it will be Advent by December 6th, 7th, and 8th, and for you to get some nourishment for your heart so that you can continue to grow closer to our Lord and to really be ready to celebrate his birth on Christmas. So go now and register for the free Eucharistic Summit, Sowing Hope into Broken Hearts, that's happening December 6th, 7th, and 8th. See you there. Hello, and welcome to episode 149 of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. This is my episode in which I interview Carolyn Brennan of ReCatholic. And Catholic is a phenomenal apostolate that is really trying to create resources for groups and individuals that are able to inspire and challenge Catholics to be able to rediscover and rekindle and renew their faith. So it becomes that life-changing adventure uh, that we all know that it is and becomes the source of our greatest joy and fulfillment. And that's where Re-Catholic came from. But Carolyn and I spoke about the many challenges that there are on our journey, but how it is that the Lord works in mysterious ways of how he brings everyone together in order to provide the witnesses that we need in order to inspire and encourage us, in particular saints, so that people are given hope and one of the things that is going on right now at Catholic is this initiative, the Catholic, the confession cards. And the confession cards are a phenomenal way to be able to help people grow, continue to grow in virtue, and really be able to take those graces received in the sacrament of confession and really put them to work in their daily life through the use of uh, tools, these confession cards which point them towards a saint who struggles with the same exact sin that they might be struggling with, and then also uh, to go deeper into the wisdom of the church so that they're able to uh, have cause for deeper reflection and prayer. And 
The end result, of course, being that we grow in virtue and become those holy men and women that God created us to be. So this has been a, a great conversation. Uh, Carolyn herself has a fascinating story that I know that you're going to enjoy. So buckle up and enjoy this conversation about the fact that our lives are never meaningless with Catholic, Carolyn Brennan of ReCatholic. And see you on the flip side. Hello, and welcome to the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, and today I am with a wonderful guest from, um, from ReCatholic, Carolyn Brennan, and I'm so excited for you guys to come to learn about what ReCatholic is doing. But Carolyn, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Christina. Pleasure to be here. Uh, always a joy to connect with others who are working in the vineyard. Um, and we were just sharing beforehand, I was sharing a little bit of my own story and journey uh, about how I kind of came to where I am today. And I actually want to give you the same opportunity to share with our listeners a little bit about your own journey and how it is that you're now doing what you're doing. Yeah, thank you. So I'm, um, I am uh, of Lebanese heritage. And I was born and brought up in Qatar, which uh, this year we're holding uh, the World Cup. Mm -hmm. But back in the day, Qatar was a, a very small, uh, thriving little country. And um, uh, that's where I was born and grew up. We didn't have a church at that time. And so we would go to mass uh, to a gentleman's uh, home. He was a French teacher at the Lycée in Doha. So we would celebrate mass at his home very secretly in the evenings after everybody got back from work. And so that was uh, part of um, my, my childhood. We would do catechism with the Coptic community in Qatar at the time. And certainly during the summer holidays, we would return to Lebanon up to uh, the north of Lebanon, where my family is originally from. And uh, we're Maronite Catholics. We mm. have an Eastern rite, uh, but um, we are part of the... Uh, the Catholic Church. And it, being in the village in the summertime, we'd go to Mass every Sunday. There was a very strong devotion to Our Lady, very strong devotion to the Lebanese saints, which include Saint Sherbel, Saint Rafa, uh, um, uh, another uh, lesser known saint called Namatala Hardini. There was a very big devotion and very strong following for these saints and for the Maronite faith at the time. So we would. Uh, it would always be um, uh, a special moment when we go back to the village uh, to mm -hmm. go back to the church where my great grandparents were married at and to the small mm -hmm. chapel that was uh, uh, in the middle of an olive grove on the side of the village. So it was a very, very spiritual childhood. Um, after Qatar, I moved to Beirut, Lebanon, where I attended the American University of Beirut. And I, um, I completed a BA in economics and a master's in Middle Eastern studies, after which I met my husband uh, and he was in the foreign service, the US foreign service. We moved back to Washington. And um, after several tours from Beirut and Rome, uh, Peru, we came to Mexico City where we uh, now are with our uh, young family. And of course, Mexico is so rich in the Catholic faith and um, it's been wonderful practicing their faith here because, as you know, the Mexicans are very devout. They have they celebrate all the Catholic holidays, 
and yeah, there's a great opportunity here to grow in your faith. Well, there's definitely uh, Mexico City is definitely on a pilgrimage site list for us uh, because of Our Lady of Guadalupe, uh, exactly. and. Uh, we were supposed to uh, to go now uh, more than four years ago, um, but then my husband's uh, mom passed, and so the funeral was going to be the same time frame um, as our pilgrimage. So, uh, you know, we said, "All right, Our Lady, uh, you know we want to come and visit, uh, so in your time." So we're we're waiting for that uh, for that time frame. So um, after uh, so now you're in Mexico City. So how is it that you got connected with ReCatholic then and what you're doing right now? That's a great question. Uh, seriously, uh, the Lord uh, works in mysterious ways and he connects people. Um, so uh, before COVID, I was uh, working in public relations and communications and media analysis for a um, different organization that was based between London and Washington, DC. Corona came around and our three children returned home uh, we had to do homeschooling for a year. And so, of course, obviously, with three children and homeschooling at home, I couldn't keep up with what I used to do. So that was in 2020. And uh, when things returned to, to normal and schools reopened and the children returned to school, I started exploring to see if um, I can go back to do what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And I prayed, of course, I prayed to the Lord and uh, there is a passage um, in Psalms that, that says, I'd rather be a gatekeeper for my Lord. And I, I use that in my prayers. I said, Lord, use me for your glory. I don't know what you want me to do, uh, where you want me to go. But what I do know is I want to work for your glory and um, be a gatekeeper to your kingdom in whatever way you want to use me. So just by coincidence, I was uh, mentioning this to a friend of ours. And, um, and he used to be with the Legionaries of Christ and he moved to Mexico City too. He says, Caroline, I'm gonna put you in touch with uh, Nathan. And okay. so uh, uh, he put me in touch with Nathan and, and uh, Nathan Hatzel and uh, Nate Miller, part of the ReCatholic uh, leadership team. And uh, we got talking and that's how I ended up with ReCatholic. Mm. Oh, beautiful. It, it is wonderful and absolutely wondrous. Uh, how our Lord brings people together in order to do his work. And uh, I was uh, I was very excited when I came across ReCatholic um, and myself, and because I was just like, yay, another group of holy people, people striving for holiness, coming together to try and help, um, as it says on the website, uh, rediscover, rekindle, and renew their faith uh, mm -hmm. so that we can really go and uh, help others uh, be able to encounter Christ. Um, one of the things that uh, you guys have as a project that's going on, I want you to share about it because you know, we as a parish are, are going to participate, but go ahead and explain how that kind of came about and what's going on with it. Yes, certainly. So um, just to start off, ReCatholic uh, was created by uh, Nathan Hatzel, and uh, it's it's taken all the hidden treasures of the Catholic Church that have, you know, not been used, Catholics may not be aware of, and brought them all to this site, ReCatholic, and all for free, all for free. Anybody who would want to renew and rekindle and to relive their Catholic faith, which is, which as you know, Christina, is so rich, mm -hmm. uh, is all now available on the website. Um, we have several um, different uh, 
options for people. We have research, where we have a lot of Catholic documents and, and manuscripts and books, uh, which is connected also to the Vatican website. For, this is primarily designed for priests and teachers, and they can use it like a Catholic Google. Uh, another uh, option that we have is uh, pro-Catholic, where we try to join uh, Catholic talent with Catholic organizations and bring, bring them together. Uh, another one is local Catholic, bringing together Catholic uh, industries and uh, businesses uh, to the forefront. So if, um, from the Catholic community, if there's anybody who needs a certain service, there is a local Catholic. We also have Catholic support services or otherwise known as Sprout, um, helping Catholics, professionals and organizations uh, pursue God's will for their organization and the web services that uh, are required with it. Um, we also have the Holy Spirit Novena. I mean, it, mm -hmm. the, the, the Catholic is so, the the Re Catholic website is so rich, and it's all for free, and it's it's open to anybody. So the the new initiative that we've just started on is confession cards, and this is a wonderful initiative. Um, we we um, have found that priests only have a limited time in the confessional to offer good counsel and good guidance, and um, this. The project that we're initiating, and we've received a lot of positive feedback, are small cards that can fit in a wallet. And they have a beautiful picture uh, created by a Catholic artist of uh, various saints. And it has a prayer, a QR code that links, uh, links uh, the person to the web page. And with every sin, there's an accompanying virtue. And mm. we have a saint for the virtue. So if you need more... Uh, uh, strength, you'd pray to St. Thomas More for, for uh, if you feel in times of weakness, I mean, you pray to St. Thomas More for, for strength mm -hmm. and the various virtues that you should incorporate into your lives and grow in to become more Christ-like. So yeah. Was, mm -hmm. uh, no, what I was going to say was I was jumping in uh, because uh, I was most excited to see that connection that was being made with the confession cards in order to grow in virtue. Most people focus upon what's the sin and, you know, understanding the sin rather than understanding that we, we have to recognize sin is present, but then we have to be about striving to grow in virtue so that that sin can be overcome. We do our work. And then of course, God's grace takes care of it or not. It could be a thorn like St. Paul always had in, in our side for the rest of our life. Um, but I, I love, go ahead. And it's, it's sorry, I was just going to add, it's, it's truly a grace. It's truly a grace. I mean, we are sinners and we are all imperfect and we're all broken in our different ways. And it gives hope to the sinner that, you know, I'm not alone. It's okay. As long as I grow in this virtue and keep my eyes on Christ, I'll mm -hmm. be okay. I will overcome the sin. And to the contrary, I will grow in the virtue associated with the sin. So it gives people hope, hope. No matter how many times that they go to the confessional confessing the same sin, they're all right. They will be forgiven. God's mercy is big as long as they keep their eyes focused on Christ and grow in the virtue of that sin, which is possible. Yes, absolutely. And I, I know that uh, sometimes I would become frustrated uh, with, here I am, I'm back, I'm confessing you know, the same <laughs> sin again. 
And, but then it was always the understanding of, but the more I go back, the more that I uh, throw myself at Jesus's feet and say, Lord, have mercy, the more mercy and grace he provides me in order to strive to try and do the very thing of grow in virtue uh, that will help, you know, fight that. Um, One one of the things that uh, so appealed to me about the confession cards is that it is a beautiful example of holistic formation of where it meets people in a in 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 their human you know place of in their sin uh but then you know gives that spiritual help of that prayer um and then you know the uh, the the intellectual knowledge of what is it that i should be working on the virtue and then you know to go out apostolically to have that hope of hey here's a saint who I can I can be interested, you know, asking to intercede for me. And it really is a beautiful representation of how our faith is, you know, so rich, uh, mm-hmm. as you were saying. Um, I'm intrigued. I, I am so intrigued um, by uh, what what is it that uh, that you guys kind of see on the horizon for uh, for for you guys uh, right now? So uh, we've received a lot of positive feedback. We've been contacting uh, parishes uh, uh, across the country, and the feedback has been very positive. Very positive. It was. It's. 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 It's become evident that there is truly a need for this, and uh, for a penitent to take this card and for it to link to all sorts of resources that we have on our webpage related to the virtue or to the saint or to the sin and how to grow in that um it's it's been it's been wonderful uh we hope to um uh ship we're printing them as we speak and we hope to ship them out um, in time for advent services we encourage parishioners to buy them for their priests um, and even to gift to gift them to various other parishes. It is truly a need that we see uh, uh, wanted in the church today across, across various um, uh, countries, even in Mexico City on my visits to various parishes. They've all been so positive in their response to this uh, beautiful product. And so, yes, we hope it grows and the word spreads and people buy it for their priests and people buy it for their friends. We're all, we shouldn't judge each other. And I think this is, um, this is a, a heavy load that people carry nowadays that they fear being judged. And so when you know that you have the sin and you acknowledge it in the confessional and you have these extra resources to help you grow, it gives you hope that you're not, you're not the sin. You're just trying to overcome that sin and you can yeah. truly become a saint. Amen. Amen to Where can people go uh, to learn more? Um, you know, as you were saying, you're suggesting to go and uh, purchase confession cards, for example, for their yes. pastor. Where could yes. they go? I would encourage uh, all, all our listeners uh, listening to this podcast to go to our website, which is recatholic.org, R-E-C-A-T-H-O-L-I-C.org. And it's re-Catholic because um, we inspire, we hope to inspire to rekindle for for the Catholic laity to rekindle, to rediscover and to renew their faith 
the Catholic faith mm -hmm. is so rich and um, we provide all of these resources on our website. Ah, that, and that's awesome. So again, uh, you know, heard, heard the, the story of how you got connected, but what's the, what's the story behind the story there in the sense of um, what do you think made you open, most open to saying yes when this opportunity came? Oh, absolutely. You know, um, God whispers, like I'm sure you know, he whispers, he's not going to put out an ad on the highway with flashing lights. Maybe sometimes he does, but in my experience, he whispers, he whispers, and you need to truly listen. Um, just the mere acts of um, uh, adoration, which I call sunshine for the soul. When, you, mm -hmm. when you're in those, um, another beautiful Catholic tradition that we have, when you listen to him, it, it's easier to say yes to what he wants you to do because your heart has become softened. Uh, and so uh, there have been signs in, in my life, little signs, like once in the middle of Georgetown, Washington, DC, I found a little icon of the Virgen de Guadalupe. Mm. And we had no inkling at that time that we'd end up in Mexico City. But here mm. we are. She is truly miraculous. She's a miraculous intercessor. And so I said, yes, because I felt my heart was in it. And I felt that was the right thing to do. And I was interviewing for other jobs, but I just felt in this uh, material world that's becoming secular. I didn't want to go a secular route and I wanted to do something in my faith where I can glorify our Lord. And that's why it, became, it was very easy for me to say yes. Mm. Uh, and that, that's absolutely beautiful. So uh, could I intuit from that, uh, that one practice for you that's been key has been adoration. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. Adoration is Truly sunshine for the soul. You leave refreshed, you feel rejuvenated and with a better sense of what God wants you to do. Um, that's been my favorite. Uh, that's one of my favorite uh, Catholic uh, traditions. And uh, mm -hmm. yes, I, I commit to it as much as I can every week. Oh, beautiful. I'm so glad that you have access to that because so many people do not. Uh, so I'm, I'm so glad that you do. Um, how do you think this current work that you're doing um, is helping you on your own journey, uh, you know, towards sanctity, towards becoming the saint God created you to be? Um, that's a good question. Um, I think for any person in particular, they need to be aware that they, that, that they need to be conscious of the fact that they have free will. And with this free will, we can go either way. We can either keep our eyes on Christ or we can just go the way of the world and, um, and see where that which ultimately leads into chaos. With, with this line of work, if you, if, for anybody, if they keep their eyes on Christ, conscious and being conscious of their free will that God has given us and to use that free will towards his glory, it becomes easier. It, it, it's, it's an easy, it gives you... Um, it gives you more clarity as what your purpose is in life. Mm -hmm. And yeah. yes, and to practice your faith and to judge and to, to be conscious of the fact that you're, you too are a sinner. You're not perfect. You're not perfect. Mm -hmm. And God knows you're not perfect. And so just keep your eyes on him and he'll take you. He doesn't want you to fall. But if you do fall, don't give up, just get back up and don't run the other way. Don't run the easier way. Just keep your eyes on him and he'll help you. Mm. 
So such uh, such beautiful wisdom there. Thank you for sharing that because I think so often people forget that they'll get down on themselves because they have fallen or they will get so consumed in whatever the project is that they'll forget why am I involved in this project? How is it that I came to it? And keeping your eyes on him and freely choosing um, to continuously keep our eyes on him um, is so important. To, I, I found that I constantly am having to kind of like, you know, self-assess or, or evaluate am I doing this one for the right reasons and, you know, and love for God, or am I doing this because I want, you know, something and it doesn't mean, you know, it's bad if we want no. something, but it's just, it has to be properly ordered, you know, putting him first. So, so beautiful wisdom. Thank you. So a little bit of fun, um, you know, uh, what, what, what might be, uh, cause you've, you've shared uh, before, as we were talking that you're you know, you've been all over the world. And of course, you're coming out of, um, you know, a, a different part of the world. But uh, have there been, a, has there been a favorite book or movie or TV show that has really been, um, you know, just fun for you or uh, has been really uh, instrumental uh, for you? Um, the, my favorite movie, which comes to mind, and this is just because of my, um, my educational background is Lawrence of Arabia. Ah. Lawrence of Arabia. I, I that movie ha, has resonated in me and has. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. How a whole area of land after the fall of the Ottoman Empire, and with these different ethnic groups, religious groups, uh, indigenous groups. Uh, how they all tried to form nation, nation states and an identity. And then you have the British and the French, Sykes-Picot, and how they tried to divide Arabia mm -hmm. and the Levant during that time. Just like the action of one person can change the destiny for so many. Uh, that's mm -hmm. uh, what resonated to me. And it could uh, the action of one person can uh, either... Uh, change the lives of so many for the better or for the worse I mean, mm -hmm. many of the problems that we see in the middle east today are, are just from that one action and mm -hmm. this is very significant in our lives as as meaningless as we may think our lives are our lives are never meaningless because one word one action one look one interaction with one person on the street could change their lives for the good or the better so it makes one think every intention that i do if it's something I say or something I do, and if it's filled with Christ, I have to use it for the better and make sure that my interaction with that person on the street is good. Of course, mm -hmm. like personally, Caroline, of course, I lose my patience. And of course, I, like all of us, we, we become impatient people sometimes or judgmental. But if we can always steer our eyes to making sure that that one action can make a difference for the better, we should. So Lawrence of Arabia, I went off course, but how this no. one man changed the course for a whole region. And then my favorite book, I've read, I'm part of a book club and I love to read and I've read so many books, but one that just, uh, I, I come back to time and time and again is a book that I read when in uh, primary school mm. and it was called When Hitler Stole Pink Rabbit. Mm. And this is just a story of innocence, innocence, this young Jewish girl growing up uh, in Germany and she loved this pink rabbit and it was all, that was her world. And how everything was uprooted with the coming of Hitler and they had to flee Germany and move to Paris. And this loss of innocence 
so quickly again with somebody who took a decision and uprooted this family and they had to go and start all over again uh has made mm -hmm. it one of my favorite books that i like to return to and and how she had to make sense of what she lost and mm -hmm. stay good and stay innocent and not be bitter and then uh, to lighten things up a bit, my favorite TV show is Modern Family. I love Modern uh -huh. Family. I think it's it's wonderful. The intergenerational characters and characters from all over, from Colombia and the U.S. I think it's hilarious, and it's uh, it. Uh, I think it often mirrors our lives uh, today. Oh, absolutely! Well, uh, thank you so much for for all of that sharing. Because if, if you pay attention. Uh, you can hear the the bigger themes and uh, and what guides you in, in the midst of, of your life. And uh, so um, I, I too am uh, am a true lover of great story um, and uh, and how it is that great story can help us be able to make sense of everything that is around us and then also can inspire us, encourage us to, to live as we know we should. Um, and so uh, that definitely happens with, with uh, what you shared, Lawrence of Arabia and when Hitler stole pink rabbits and of course, modern family in different ways. And uh, so, um, so often people forget that all of what it is that we uh, find ourselves surrounded uh, by um, our inklings of God trying to point us towards him if we but have eyes to see and ears to hear. So mm -hmm. absolutely beautiful. So uh, I'm going to ask uh, ask this one last question. Can't believe that our time is already you know coming to a close. It goes by so quickly. It was a great uh, conversation. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, you know, it, it's a something of where if you were to be able to go back um, to your 18 year old self, and if you were able to give one piece of advice, you know, you get to go back in that time machine and you were able to give one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be to your 18 year old self? Don't worry. And oh. Don't overthink things and don't <laughs> over plan. Uh, I know this may sound uh, like a cliche, but uh, most times <laughs> everything you worry about never materializes. Mm. And everything that you uh, overanalyze you're just overanalyzing and, and the answer is usually more simple mm -hmm. and uh, not to worry, not to worry. Truly, truly. I would have told my 18 year old self not to have planned and worried about the future and what kind of career I needed to pursue. Everything will show itself in good time and everything will materialize for the good. As long as you have the trust in God, he says, just trust me. And there are many times in my life where I didn't trust and I, I lent, I, I lent on my own understanding, which he tells us not to do, but I did. Mm -hmm. That's when I found that I just, I let things go. I let God in. I found things were much more smoother and, and came together more nicely than I could have ever planned. Mm. Uh, so very true. Um, and again, beautiful wisdom. Thank you so much for that, uh, Carolyn. It's, as you said, it's been a beautiful conversation. Uh, it's been so inspiring and enlightening for me, just as a reminder, because I want to make sure that people go and check it out. Uh, but where can they go and find out more information about the work that ReCatholic is doing? Uh, the, best, uh, the best mode is through our website 
readcatholic.org. And if you go to our website, you also see uh, the various options that we have for confession cards. Please yeah. click on it. Uh, that will take you directly to the main page and give you a, uh, a nice video by um, Father Dominic, who, who shared his initial idea about, uh, about uh, confession cards and how to support your priest and how you can grow in virtue at the same time. So please place your orders. They're beautiful cards uh, with so much uh, resources, web pages when you click on the QR code. And, um, and uh, it's a grace that we'd like to share with the world and for people to buy. Oh, well, wonderful. And as we're coming up on the giving season, um, really highly encourage people to do that, particularly uh, since Advent is one of the uh, greatest times that people come to confession. Um, be, they might have not been there for a year or more. Um, and uh, so what a wonderful opportunity to be able to evangelize in a way that, you know, most people wouldn't expect, um, but true. to do it as Christ asks of us. So thank yes. you so much. I will make sure to put it in the show notes as well. Yes, and, and I just uh, wanted I, to add that they're in Spanish too. They're in Spanish uh, too, for all mm, our Spanish speakers. Yeah, no, that was key for our, our community, I uh, shared before. Um, and uh, so we, we're getting them for our, our community and uh, invite everyone to do the same out there as well. So Carolyn, thank you so much. It's been such a joy and a pleasure. And for everyone out there, continue to do whatever it takes so that you can keep growing in holiness and so that together we can tell the master of death, not today. God bless everybody. So what might be some resolutions you could take from the conversation Carolyn and I had today? Well, the first one is the most obvious one, which is go and support the confession card initiative. Go to ReCatholic's website and support that. Go and get this tool, this resource for your priest, for your, par your parish pastor, uh, so that they're able to use these in the confessional to be able to help people continue to grow in holiness. Another is to go ahead and check out one of those uh, books that uh, Carolyn brought up. Um, go and check out uh, the movie, Lawrence of Arabia, if you've never watched, or uh, the book, When Hitler Stole Pink Rabbits. And ask our Lord to help you continue to grow in your understanding of our Eastern brothers and sisters uh, in the Coptic churches in particular, the Maronite uh, churches. And that's the final uh, resolution uh, suggestion, which is go and check out St. Charbel and learn about his story, Lebanese saint and truly amazing story. So go and check out his story and learn how it is that our God works in all times, in all places, and that all lives have meaning. Our lives are never meaningless. So go and check out the story of St. Charbel today. Thanks again for spending time with me today. If you have any suggestions for upcoming podcasts, please leave me a voicemail using the link in the podcast show notes. Or you can visit my website at sayyestoholiness.com or send me an email at 
christinasimmons at gmail.com. I look forward to the opportunity to continue the conversation we've begun here today. In the interim, please know my continued prayers for you and your loved ones, especially that each of us may continue to strive to do whatever it takes in order to grow in holiness as we tell the master of death, not today. I look forward to having a conversation with you again soon. God bless.